Welcome to this podcast from Food Navigator. I'm Jane Byrne and I'm reporting from FIE in Paris. Now, exciting times. The EU market has finally opened up for the natural sweetener Stevia. And with me to discuss the potential of this for Cargill is Henry Hussell, Head of Marketing for Cargill Head and Nutrition, EMEA, and Elizabeth Fay, Head of External Relations and Communications for Truvia Europe. Now, Elizabeth, when can we expect to see product launches in countries beyond France for Truvia? We'll be seeing product launches across Europe uh, with the Truvia brand, and it's uh, available both as a consumer product um, in a tabletop fashion and in food and drink. So um, immediately upon approval, you'll be seeing uh, product in the U.K., France, Italy, Spain uh, as our consumer product on shelf, and then as well as in um, all of these various countries in products like Fanistil and Ecoscrinini jo- uh, juice drinks. So beverage seems to be the dominant category. Can we expect to see innovation beyond the beverage sector, Henry? Uh, yes. Uh, I think beverages are certainly the predominant one, but uh, we see dairy then as a next opportunity. And if you look at the pipeline of projects that we've got with customers, then that does include dairy probably as the second second category. And, and why dairy in particular? I think... Uh, well, after beverages, dairy is, a, is another area that lends itself to this uh, reduced calorie uh, message. It, it's an area where people are accustomed to that sort of messaging. And now you've got this uh, natural uh, alternative, if you like, to some of the, the, the uh, high-intensity sweeteners that have been used so far in this, in this medium. But it's not, not an easy, it's not a shoe, and it's not an easy ingredient to work with. So uh, I think uh, dairy is, is, is an area where... Alongside beverages as well, you, you really need to work with this, this full matrix. And so that's, that's, I think, what we look to bring to this is really that experience uh, around that. So Cargill has put in something like 60,000 application hours on, on Truvio. What has that uh, brought to R&D in relation to the, in relation to the National Sweetener? Well, I think it's just given us uh, a breadth of knowledge around the different sorts of beverage, different sorts of dairy product, so that when we're working with the what is quite often a rather long list of ingredients, and we're replacing the sweetness with a high-intensity sweetener that uh, like the Truvia, then you've got to work with the rest of the... You've, re, you've taken out bulk, you need to work to replace that, and actually if you look at our eventual formulations in that area, then they quite often include three or four different types of sweetener alongside the Truvia to actually replicate and arrive at a product that is a good taste profile and a good texture profile. So, so I think uh, that's the key thing is, is to have this, is, is we've developed this knowledge and it's an iterative process through the hours that you mentioned uh, whereby we are now able to, I think, to produce a product that really delivers a good consumer taste sensation. So with, with the need for all these added ingredients, how can you assure cost optimization for, for brand manufacturers out there? Well, I mean, I think working with this full mix is, is important to actually do what you can to optimize the cost. Uh, but clearly also there's a benefit to using the, something like Truvia. And so your positioning of this also needs to allow, I think, for some some premiumization, dare I say, uh, some, it, is a, it is an added value product. And, and so I think that's the key, that is, that is the challenge as well for our customers is to, is to get the positioning of these products right 
using the, the Truvia brand. And that's where I think also perhaps the consumer branding side of our business helps to deliver the message to the consumer about what Truvia can stand for, what Stevia is about, and that will hopefully help as well with this pull through the chain uh, as long as we can provide them with good products then as well. And Elizabeth, um, consumer awareness of Stevia in Europe is relatively no, low right now. Yes, that's true, Jane. Um, most consumers are unaware that there's natural zero-calorie sweetness from a plant and, and a natural uh, pattern that we've seen in markets where uh, Stevia has been on the market is generally very, very low awareness. And within one to three years, you see awareness of Stevia growing to about 50%. That, that's also... Um, helped grow a uh, sweetener category that's been seeing declining sales and stagnation where uh, in the U.S. market, and we're seeing similar patterns in France, it's really grown the category uh, nearly 20%. Do you see stevia as eventually replacing uh, artificial sweeteners such as aspartame? I think it's, uh, it's definitely another choice for both the consumer and the food manufacturer in that um, they're looking to formulate for various reasons, whether it's a better for you product or they're looking for a natural. We are seeing in the market data that um, it's bringing new sweetener users to the category, people that don't usually use or, or, or consume products with artificial sweeteners are coming in because they like the natural aspect. Thanks for, this. Thanks for listening. This has been Jane Byrne reporting for Food Navigator from FIE.